Well, hey, hey everyone. <laughs> we're, here, we're back. We're back again. Part two. Dr. Oculus. As I went there, I am. Um... It feels weird having a different headset on. But anyway. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah, I I dusted the index off for all of about 10 minutes. Went, now nah, let's go back to Resident Evil. <laughs> so, yeah. This camera is just... taking over me. I think the camera is the same distance away. It's just I've made this. It's smaller on the. On the stream setup, it's just as far away as always. Confusing. But anyway, maybe I need to move them a little bit. But welcome everyone, um, episode 3 of season 2. Again, joined by Dr. Oculus. Last month, near the end, we discussed about what's got us excited for PlayStation VR 2. And we said we'd be back to discuss what we think of PlayStation VR 2. <laughs> so this is where we are. We yeah. are here. Yes. It's a pleasure to be back. Yep, um, come back. It's it's not so much a pleasure being back in an index. Yeah, it's putting the vibe on. I thought it feels so weird. <laughs> it's weird having a different thing on my face. That said, let's get straight into it. What's your thoughts on the comfort of the PSVR two? Um, it's sort of like a. It's a mix. It's like you've got to get it perfect every time you put it on. It's not like this one where I can just shut it on and it it always fits the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like I put the index on and I'm like, and it's done. Like I don't have to put any thought into applying the headset. Yeah. And then I can wear this thing for hours. Yeah. And I'm fine. Yeah, it seems like once you've got this set up, like you've got the index, I've got the Vive Pro. When you set it up, it's just ready to put on. And like, but I feel like sometimes you put, sometimes I put it on and it feels like it's pressing on the bridge of my nose, and I've got to adjust it by pulling the thing and pulling, pushing it back in, and it all seems to be working okay. And it just seems like you've got a, you've always got to give it a fiddle to get it right. <laughs> yeah, Every time and then also, on. I'm one for moving the headset in and out. Yeah. And I learned very, very early on. So naturally, what most of us possibly normally do is get a VR headset, smash it into your face, and then wind the lenses as close to your eyeballs as humanly possible. Yeah. And that's a terrible idea with the PSVR 2. Yeah. I get lots of sort of, you know, weird artifacts around the edge. It literally can pinch my nose. Mm -hmm. And it's it really is just a really bad idea putting it that close to your eyes. Yeah, you've sort um, of, you've sort of got to I got a little bit. I did it earlier today. Um, I thought I'd go and quickly play a demo before I came here, and I I did slide it in as far as I could. And I, I know what you mean. They've got like the blurry artifacts around the edge of everything. You're just like, oh. <laughs> Exactly, and the first thing I naturally wanting to smash it as close to my face as humanly possible, I was like, wow, the FOV on this thing is really tiny. And then as I wound the lenses out, it actually got bigger. Mm. So there is no benefit to smashing it as close to your eyeballs as humanly possible. So the more you know. One thing I've found as well when putting it on, those nose flaps are the most annoying ones I've had. I think it's cost us double... Yeah. The amount of, time yeah, every now the and amount again. of times I've got it on and they're folding up and they're touching like the pushing up into the bottoms of the screens a bit and I'm like, what? Why? 
that's yeah that's that's it and other headsets like every now and again i'll be aware of the nose flaps and then i'll just sort of jam a finger up between there and then it kind of settles back right yeah but the psvr2 seems to just be a bit weird and i can't just fix it by shoving a finger up there i have to take it off and on again basically to to reset those nose flaps they're very weird i've never looked into them like i've never looked at it and went ah yeah, that's why i do I, i'm never i never remember unless i'm in the thing yeah that it's a problem and I was, then when i'm in the thing i can't stop i feel with it as well like i think it is because it's like seems to be two folds for the nose flap so there's a first set and then a second set and i think i get it comfy that in the first right. set and the second set's the one that's pushing up because i'm trying to get the first set comfy i don't know <laughs> Yeah, that's, to me that's just not necessary. It's not. It's not no. required. The most of the facial gaskets that I have are like aftermarket ones, and they've got just you know one that overlaps the other one, and then it, it just kind of always fits old noses, and it, it's fine. Probably, I've never had a problem anyway. Um, but yeah, that that one just every now and again gets a little bit meh. Yeah. Bowser, that, do you? have like the means of showing an image in this place or is that too much to oh yeah yeah spring upon you no yeah that's not a problem so i sent you a picture um the other day in discord yeah let me just see if it's why won't it let me control my now while he's doing that i'll preface what i'm about to say hey daniel hey daniel daniel's in the also everyone else in the chat chat. Um, yeah, so the typical <laughs> the typical VR face is the red ring basically around the eyes. But I don't get the typical VR face with the PSVR 2. I might look so, a bit for a bit, but just give me a second. <laughs> I, I may have sprung too much on you. It's, it's fine. I can basically just explain it. But yeah, rather than getting the usual red ring around the face, I seem to have two very firm contact points like i have horns just stuck on my forehead these two little red horns that just kind of stick out and they are a little bit uncomfortable to me um in order for for that kind of long wearing play sessions when i first got it i was completely shocked because the 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 delivery and the shipping were, were well yeah i do uh, the delivery and the shipping of the psvr was an absolute travesty for a lot of people and yet it was absolutely fantastic all at the same time so i was frantically swiping my email refreshing and refreshing and refreshing all weekend and i'm like they've not they've not given me a, a, a dispatch date they've just said it's ready for shipping and it just kept saying ready for shipping ready for shipping and then on the morning of i woke up and i checked and i was like it's still ready for shipping and i was really depressed like a little child i was sulking i was like i'm not getting out of bed because i took the day off to play with my new toy and my new toy isn't coming so i just laid there in bed just absolutely just sulking and then all of a sudden there's a knock at the door and i'm just like Ugh, it's not for me so i i let it go past and then like uh, 30 minutes later or so i was just like I need to get a drink. So I went downstairs and I was like, there's a box. Yeah. It's not as big as I thought it would be, but it does have a symbol of a battery on the side. And it's dressed to me. And then I got it upstairs and I was like, this, it, wait. And then I put it on my chair. I knifed it open and, and then staring at me was the Call of the Mountain <laughs> logo. And I was like, 
I haven't even I haven't even paid for this thing yet. And I've got it. Well, crap. And then I had to rush and get ready and prepare to essentially go live for the unboxing because now I couldn't not have the unboxing like I needed to to see it and I was going to do it on camera. And so that is that uh-huh. is basically what what I I did. That was the way my morning went um for the the PSVR. So, yeah, there was a lot of people I think here we go. Oh, he's he's found my horns. So but this it, is essentially the the way it kind of looks on me, where I just get these really tough sort of things that just oh, it's really cool. Um, I'm <laughs> nose peeking at the the stream as well. Um, yeah, just sort of a really bad sort of friction point just there on my head. That's my VR head in the PSVR two, which does somewhat limit comfort and use of the headset for me, which yeah. is absolutely fine because there is another thing that I mildly have an issue with. Yeah, I think it's like, it's a weird one. It's like, it's a really tough one to get perfect on comfort. Mm. And also like, we'll talk about it in a bit more in detail later, but getting a sweet spot. It's something that's like quite a juggling act. It is. And then the I will say this though, it is a massive, massive improvement over the PSVR one. That yeah. thing can give me a headache anywhere between twenty minutes and an hour and a half. I would just be dying to take that thing off. Whereas the PSVR two, I have gone a lot longer than, than that time and still been fine-ish. Yeah, I think what I know we've said it, it is comfortable once you get it right. It's just getting it right is the problem. Um, it sounds like we're describing it as the most uncomfortable thing you could ever wear, but it's not. It's just you've got to get it perfect. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but as far as everybody being like, the sweet spot is tiny, it's the size of a pin. I, I never had a problem finding the sweet spot. I, I had the previously described issues where I was ignorant and did things wrong. Yeah. But once I figured those things out, I plonk it on my face and I'm like, yep, that's clear as a, 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 a thing that's exceptionally clear. Yeah, I um, think it's, you need to get the, I don't know if people just not getting the IPD perfect. I know it's got the, the easy setup guide, but. I know sometimes it looks like your eyes are in it. I don't know if people are waiting for the blue line to go around. They're just seeing their eyes in there and going, okay, I'm done. Maybe. They're not like turning it enough till it starts to give the blue light to say your eyes are in the right place. It was something that when I first got it, I was just like, oh, yeah, we've got this roller thing. And then I started rolling it. I was like, there's no visual display of what IPD I have it set to. Yeah. Oh, no. How am I going to set it to my IPD? And those of you that watched the unboxing stream, I basically put it on my face and then the controllers were completely dead and I couldn't really go any further. (laughs) So I didn't realize what the whole process was going to be until later on when I was like, right, the controllers have had enough time. Let's play this thing. And then found out, I was just like, oh yeah, eye tracking. It's going to just figure the IPD out for me. Yeah. So I know when, obviously I was talking the image, you were talking about the delivery. Now that was a, a big... (laughs) <laughs> thing, it was a massive it? shock. Massive, um, massive shock. As I had not paid for it, and the website hadn't updated. So then the end result was, I assumed it just wasn't coming. Yeah, and I felt like, I felt really guilty because everyone's like, oh yeah, I pre-ordered it as soon as I could. And I'm like, 
I pre-ordered mine in January and I'm st- <laughs> like, I was getting all the updates. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting like, it's been shipped and everything. And everyone's like, oh, mine's still on processing. And I was thinking, God, I feel guilty as I pre-ordered miles after leaving. They seem to be updating, like giving me mine. But then obviously we it. found was... out. <laughs> when you said you would get all your updates, I'm like, oh, I bet you we pre-ordered first thing. Whereas I was like a, a day late because I missed the email. And I was like, no, wait a minute. I pre-ordered mine and then saw if he could try and like shoe on his way onto pre-ordering his using yeah. my email. So then I was like, well, he ordered his after me. Why is... And then, yeah, it was a weird conversation that we were we were in behind closed doors where everyone was like, I've got my thing. And we're like, well, where's my thing? <laughs> it was just so weird. And so, confusing and a poor user experience for me. So I had the big, I had the big issue. The reason mine, the reason Doc tried to shoehorn me on his, which it wouldn't let me anyway, was because I was stupid and didn't actually update my my PlayStation account was linked to a defunct email address that didn't exist anymore from an old website I ran. So when I was like, oh yeah, I'll sign up for the pre-order, I was like, why everyone's getting links and I'm not? And I realised, oh, I'm linked to <laughs> it's linked to a defunct email address. I did something fairly similar, but I had access to my email address. I just completely forgot I had access to the email address. Because yeah. the first thing is the it used to be linked to one email account, but then somebody kept trying to get into my PlayStation account like all the time. So then I swapped email address to a completely different pretty much abandoned email address and forgot that I'd done that. So I'm checking the other, it was, I'll tell you how old it was. It was an AOL email address. Jesus. <laughs> like in the UK, in the like 90s, 2000 era, mm-hmm. the only way most of us got any decent internet was by signing up with AOL. And it was that address that my PlayStation account was linked to. The world has since moved on and AOL is essentially trash. Yeah. But I mean, you know, other providers are available. We don't hate AOL here. We just, yeah, the broadband's a thing. So yeah. yeah, I was checking the wrong email address. Then when I remembered the right email address, I was able to pre-order, but I was late. And I missed both pre I've missed both pre-order link things, the chances. And obviously they said order open to everyone. I think it's like late November, wasn't it? Anyone can order now. And I was like, I'm gonna wait and see if any of the retailers advertise it and just pre-order from there. And then by the near close to the end of January, I was like, No one's advertising it. And then I quickly went on the FAQs, it was like, it's only available through PlayStation Direct in the UK. I was like for the fir- for at least the first batch, I was like, "Oh, looks like I'm pre-ordering from there." <laughs> yeah, I was. Well, that morning, so I woke up that morning kind of early. And I was just like, "Right, who's got them in stock? Let's have a look." And I'm just skimming through all of the the websites, and nobody mentions anything about the PSVR two. And I was just like. I don't know if there's just going to be any randomly sent to stores. I can just go and buy one and cancel my PlayStation yeah. order. That's what I was doing. And when I couldn't do that, I started sulking. Then everyone started turning up. Surprising everyone. <laughs> so then when I got mine, I had to rush to the group. I was like, anybody who says that they've not taken money or it's, it's not even shipped yet, hope is still alive because I'm staring at one. And then we got the the usual... Reddit deep dive where someone found out if you inspect your order, you could actually find your tracking code and stuff. They just hadn't updated yeah, the, the web page at all. <laughs> See, I don't think we were viewing cached versions of the website because I'm no. sure I sh- uh, like you know Control R Shift F5. Like I did a full proper refresh, yeah, and it never changed for me. But I mean, I got it in the end, and the the crisis was averted. Yeah. I became a, a sad to a happy boy in the space of 
the time it took me to go pee. So on the day it actually arrived, I was at work, but mine wasn't. I finished like I think I mentioned last last one. I finished work at like half two in the afternoon every day, so it's not so bad. And they actually gave me the delivery spot of half one to half two or one or two, and I was like, get in. It's like it's it's not <laughs> going to be sat there and be going just hurry up and end it. So I'm going to play. I mean, I jumped into your unboxing stream, and luckily doing that, I learned that I needed to charge my controllers. <laughs> so that's the thing yeah the controllers everybody that i know essentially the controllers arrived just dead like, yeah. a lot of things they'll come with like a 50 60 30 percent charge so i figured i'd at least be able to do the setup but then that was it i i, I turned it on and it was like your batteries are dead i was like oh well i'm nice thanks sony okay yeah. so it was i was not going to mention the m word i was not going to mention the m word no one's about to mention um, that word <laughs> it's it's a dirty word in the vr community right now because people won't stop saying it <laughs> also i have no reason to mine is perfectly fine do you know if you say it three times in the mirror playstation VR headset comes out and kills you <laughs> just the one though not the two you don't get the two because otherwise i would <laughs> yeah. grab a net and be like uh yeah try and catch me another one but no but yeah, um, so the shipping fiasco was luckily not a bad one. It turned out good for everyone. <laughs> it would have been awful if no one got them. <laughs> that yeah, it would have been a really sad, sad, angry day. Yeah, for, for folks that never, never received one. Because it seemed it was like only like on me. Like only on the UK side, didn't it? Because everyone else was like, "Yeah, look, I've got my shipping emails this, and stuff." <laughs> this is the thing. Like we're we're in it, 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 VR is multinational. It's, it's worldwide, and so we're in various groups with people all over the world. Yeah, and every single one of them was just like, "I've got my thing. I've got my thing. UPS will be here tomorrow." And I'm like, "No, I haven't." Uh, so. Yeah, I was I was just kind of down about the whole thing, but it had a happy ending. So um, yes, it was, it was what I, I it was certainly the headset that I deserved, or whatever the Dark Knight quote was. Yeah, so outside of obviously Doc having a shoe, not knowing to charge his controllers, um, I think he was the first one I seen doing an unboxing stream. Um, ease of setup blows my mind. <laughs> it, I mean, yes. <laughs> um, you plug in a cable and then it it does the one of the first things you want to do is put the headset on and it's just like no 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 not yet don't put yeah. your headset on and then you do a thing and you're like headset and it's like no 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 not just yet but eventually once you do that like the whole thing I remember the DK2 days the way they measured your IPD was just like it's probably 64 here's some green lines if it looks fine carry on yeah. Whereas this is, I mean, especially with the eye tracking, it really does walk you through every step of the process. It tells you all about the wrist straps, not how to remove them, which is very easy. You just go chink and then it fall out. Um, yeah, it, it's very user-friendly, incredibly user-friendly. Yeah, so I had the problem of, um, with me, is I brought it upstairs to using the game, like my big VR space, and... I couldn't be bothered connecting it to the to the uh, desktop, and I totally forgot that you from your unboxing that it was like take it off, put it back on, like that type of thing. Um, like mm -hmm. when you put it on, it's like you need to fold in such and such. I totally forgot about that. So I shot it on. Didn't even like just plug. Didn't even plug the HMI in anything because I thought it'll still come through on the on the headset. 
And then it was like, plug. I was like, oh, <laughs> I've got to go and plug it into it, something. No. I don't plug stuff out the back of my monitor to plug that in and stuff like that. So I was like, ah. I saw a bunch of people on Reddit that was just like, Sony said it would work without a TV, but it doesn't work. It's just like, just, just plug it in for five minutes and then you can unplug the TV. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but they obviously, I don't know whether they don't own TVs. I, I did, why do you own a PlayStation 5 and no TV? I don't get it. Yeah. But so even just then setting up just to use anyway, it's just like, unplug this, put it on. I was like, this is mad out. Like, how easy it is. Like, plug the one wire in the front <laughs> of the console. Because for me, I I mean, I've got that anyway with a Vive, but then I need to plug the facial tracker in and things like that. Because I always just have the break, break, breakout box with the Vive in, so it's sort of one cable for me all the time. But obviously, if I want to maybe jump in the index and use the index for a bit, I've got to unplug everything out the back of the PC to plug that in. Um, but is it just one one cable for you? Because, I mean, the breakout box for my Cosmos had a USB, a power cord, and a display port. Yeah, but I was got that. Then it's one headset into the breakout box. And yeah, one cable that. into the... Yeah, it's just one. Yeah, so it's got all the cables out the back, but that, it's always normally plugged in, so it's just plugging the one off the headset into the breakout box when I want to use it now. So it's, yeah, but that, that one cable, the one cable that everyone's just like, it's wired, Sony, you suck. Like, do you even care about that cable? No. It's I, so I am light and just non-existent. And I'm very pro, pro using a wire. I just, just decompression with wireless and I just don't want any decompression. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm pro can, wire absolutely. anyway. I think it's a shock um, for people who got into VR through the Quest and then thinking, oh, so the plate's got a wire there. But for people like us yeah. that have done VR for so long, you don't worry about no. the wire. No, the cable that I had for the Oculus CV1, um, I basically had a very, very long extension cable to it that I then strapped together with like neoprene wire wrapping stuff that cable weighed a ton and i didn't care yeah so yeah this this psvr cable i i really don't care that it's cabled and like you even if i'm using link for the quest i still just go cable yeah. because it's just more reliable and it's better in just about every way yeah but i know it was a big debate as it was announced wasn't it? oh it's got a wire i'm not gonna buy it it's got a wire Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm not um, in the uh, world. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm absolutely fine with the setup. I've I've been staring at the PSVR 1, because at this point in time, I could fire up the PlayStation and, and play the PSVR 1. I don't think I ever will again. I don't think I can go back. No. no. And that's... I, I'm thinking I can save myself a bunch of cables and just retire it from mm. life. Yeah. Moving from the PSVR one situation to the PSVR two situation is is mad. <laughs> like it, it truly. How is. many cables? It, you have to plug the camera in the back, and then the breakout box in the back of the USB, and then plug the HDMI from the console into the back of the breakout box, and it was just cables everywhere <laughs> yeah it's 
It's a lot. It's a lot. To, I mean, my breakout box, I 3D printed a, a, a bracket for it that allowed me to essentially screw it to a wall, yeah. which kept things sort of out of the way and tidy-ish. Um, but I'm I'm thinking now I'm going to end up with just a blue cross on the wall mm. because, yeah, I, I, I just don't need it. I don't think, I, I don't think I could ever go back. No. PlayStation VR serves everyone well. I mean, especially the ones who have only, who's only ever done PlayStation VR. I mean, it's a, probably the longest serving headset that's ever been out before an upgrade. <laughs> it, it, yeah, no, it will be because it came out with a little after the OG Vive, was it? Like it was, it's a, it's an old, old headset. It was October 2016, so it was like six years old, over six years. Wow, old. that is, yeah, that is substantial. Is that who's that person who was just like, you can free clutter from your life, you take your thing, you thank it, and then you release it to landfill. Um, we, I, I think a lot of people probably are, are in that situation where they're grabbing their PSVR on and like, thank you for your service. Here's your box of eternal rest or a yeah. polystyrene head as I'm planning. Mm-hmm. But this is obviously the actual features of the headset is what, let's go with what, that, what normal VR headsets don't have. We've got like consumer. We've got the eye tracking. Yeah, it's, that's the big thing. That was the only real reason I really wanted it was the the eye tracking because I was like, this is next level hardware on a consumer headset. Like, yeah, from a Vive Pro Eye user, um, you're like, yeah, eye tracking. It's it's fine, but I don't think anybody actually overly uses it to its fullest potential because it's not standard across the board yet no it's neos and vr chat use it that's it <laughs> well no, we see this is the thing they use it well they use it for social features where you can yeah. track the eyes to see what the eyes are doing when you're looking at somebody mm-hmm. but sony are using it properly yeah by basically dropping the resolution of crap you can't see mm-hmm. and then when you look at it it forces the power to that because that's what you're looking at yeah um it also helps with the likes of aiming. Nine times out of ten, you've got a bow and arrow game, whatever you like this, and you're aiming at something. I don't know why I went Spider-Man for this bow and arrow, but <laughs> yeah, you're aiming at a thing, and then your eyes are focusing on that, and it's using that to help target stuff. Yeah. Now, which is a wonderful thing. Speaking of using it to target stuff, um, after playing one of Enhancer's game, I decided, you know what, I'm paying the eight ninety nine to upgrade res. And actually found out in this menu, you can change the control type four, and you aim with eye. You you aim with your eye tracking like. like, So you're like Cyclops from the X Men. Yeah, so you're holding the button on the controller, why, moving your eyes like using your eye tracking to tag everything, and it's just like it's just. I don't know if that would give me like proper like eye fatigue. Hmm. Like a game what released in nineteen ninety two or four originally, and it's. The best way I've played it. <laughs> I've well, I did have access to somebody's library and I played it on the. I think it was the index or something mm. like that. And yeah, I'm just. I I was not impressed by that game. It mm. it was rather annoying to me, and I love Tetris Effect. Like it's one of my go-to like recommendations for people is just play Tetris Effect. If you don't even like puzzles, it's just so incredibly special to be in that environment. Yeah. 
Um, and I presume it's the same on the PSVR 2. Um, I, I don't know, maybe I'll blow the 35 quid and buy it again. But... I did. I did. Well, I, well to be fair, I, I had it on disc, and obviously I just got the digital PS, uh, PS5. Because in my head, I didn't buy many disc versions of games, and I only bought them digital. Um, mm-hmm. And then I ended up playing... I ended up buying Tetris Effect. Well... Enhance give me a code for the quest. They give me a code for PC, and I was like, I should really give them some money. <laughs> I'm not going to try and get another another version of off them. So, um, I blew the well, is it thirty two ninety nine or whatever it is? I blew that, but it's See, I'm, the I best the version. It's the best version of like I can't imagine. I put a tweet out after I played it. I can't imagine me going back to any of the other versions. Oh, you're making me want to play it again. Because there is the other feature that we were about to go on to, and that is facial haptics. It's not yeah. available on your other commercial PC VR headsets. So how does it deal with the facial haptics? Is there any facial haptics, or is it just kind of so it's when you, for the end of a level or something? At the end of the level, it just when you're zooming in, it does the facial haptics. But what they do with the controllers, which are another crazy feature, is... The haptics in the controllers actually pulse to the beat in different vibration strengths of the music. It's and just... you... <laughs> I was like, I... honestly, once I played it, I was like, I'll never want to go and play it, play it another way. Um, so does the... is it a free upgrade? Does the disc work? And then... I think it was... I think all enhancers are paid upgrades. Okay, okay. But I, I had see, the disc I version. The disc. Yeah, see, I, I had the disc version, but then I sold it when I got the digital ps4 uh, ps5 because i was like i'm never gonna touch a, gonna disc, again, touch a yeah. disc again and then yeah and i was like i'll buy it for yeah no i had the disc version but then enhance i won a competition and got the pc version for free yeah so i was playing on the epic store and i was like you know what, let's pass the butane power of, of PlayStation VR on. So I gave the disc to a friend of mine who loves physical copies of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then when the PSVR 2 came out, I was like, damn, I wish I had that disc. But I don't know. And then I purchased the game on Quest because um, to have the ability to take that game away is very appealing to me. And now I kind of want it on the PlayStation again. Yeah. And now you made me want it even more. You did that last time. You made me want moss. <laughs> so let's go on to... I mean... Should you mention the N-word? Because I just want to know people's opinions on it, really. Obviously you the can. Displays. Um... My problem is... is um, I think it's more noticeable on an OLED. Because obviously the the pixel rates and stuff. But I've always used OLED nearly all, all my time in VR, so I don't even I didn't even notice it at all. <laughs> See that's that's the thing. So for those of you that don't know the M word, um Miura is basically when a colour surrounding a pixel can't reach the same color as the central pixel so it kind of gives it like a weird ghosting effect around if if i gather the whole thing correctly um so the end result is that the colors can kind of look weird and blacks look green and it's not pleasant on the eyes yeah um 
But I've also heard reports that it's kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, because I hear some people say they can't play it because of it. And then some people, like myself, I can see it if I force myself to look for it, but I'm never forcing myself to look for it. <laughs> I'm too yeah, busy I... enjoying what I'm playing. <laughs> I basically had to Google what it was. Yeah. Um, because I didn't experience any of it. And apparently there are people that are basically reporting it to Sony. Mm -hmm. Sony is sending replacement headsets and it is better. It's different. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people say it can be down to just calibration of the panel in the headset. Mm -hmm. And some of them are better calibrated than others. Yeah, I know. Um, I know Bob mentioned chat. Like Brad, the, the VR man. He's basically put a thing out saying if you can change the brightness and stuff, it can reduce it and, and things. But I've never even touched any of the settings. But like you said, if the calibration's wrong and stuff, some... Because it's mad when you see it and people are like, oh, it's unplayable, I'll never put it back on. And I was like... Mm. Hmm? <laughs> there, there have been some very... Um shall we say, dramatic reactions to the PSVR 2 in a very negative way. Yeah. Um, combination, because not only is it just the element of, here we go, we've got a, a, a definition, um, uneven brightness levels of pixels, yeah, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, but some people are even saying that it just makes everything kind of misty and hazy and, and yeah. washed out and really bad. And Dr. Greg's reaction that I saw was just pure fury. Yeah. Um, it's a sort of... Everyone, every tweet anyone put on PlayStation VR 2, he was on it saying, oh, my controller doesn't work, or this and this and this, and he's just like... Oh. Yeah. He was just very visibly... And, and understandably, I mean, you've just blown five, six hundred yeah. pound dollar, whatever it is, like 13,000 Canadian. You've spent all of this money on this headset, and you get it and you put it on, and then everything looks washed out, and then you go to do a thing and you can't climb a ladder because your right controller doesn't work, but it does work because it works outside of the game, but inside the game it doesn't yeah. work. It would be incredibly frustrating for that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was moderately frustrated by the shipping and the fact that I didn't have any battery in the controllers, but it sounds like we got off pretty easy. Yeah. Compared to others. Like I said, I do understand it, but it's like he's putting on every single tweet anyone mentions PlayStation VR, which I was like, I'm getting sick of reading the same comment. I feel, I, I mean, I mean, sorry if you're listening, Greg, but I did nearly mute you. I was like, I'm just going to have to mute him so I don't see his tweets. <laughs> Because it was like I, every, every yeah. PSVR tweet it was on, and I thought we get the I get the point. Your controller doesn't work. It's annoying, but ragging on not, and everyone's PSVR tweet isn't going to fix it for you. I mean, I mean, thirteen says I'm weird. She says like, I'm I've got this so laid back view on stuff. <laughs> like <laughs> if it's broken, it's... <laughs> go in the morning about it everywhere isn't going to fix it. Just go to the person who can possibly fix it for you. <laughs> I was going to say, warranties <laughs> exist. Just just contact Sony and say, this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem. I think the weird thing, because it was Call of the Mountain that I saw that he was having the controller issue. Yeah. Um, and one game, the con one controller worked, but the other one didn't, and then they were swapped on a different game. And I just, I don't know how they got it so yeah. bad. Like, I, 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 I can't think there was, well, you would assume there's maybe a little bit of user error in there. But uh, it's kind of 
like Greg knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like it's he's been in VR for a long time. Uh, I don't know. So there, there was the, it was a bit rocky. It was a bit rocky that launch. Yeah. I mean, um, I other. Sorry, come. One be a second. One of something keeps connecting and disconnecting on my computer. I can hear the. Let me just. Oh, here we go. Potential stream failure. No. In five, <laughs> four, three. I've just disconnected. Two. I've disconnected the capture card. I don't know whether, like, because I've got so much plugged in, the capture cards might be tripping it. Might be tripping. Because so many bloody USBs plugged in at the moment. <laughs> I know that feeling. All I keep hearing is every now and then is doop 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 doop. doop. Like, stop it. <laughs> Hopefully it's not transmitting to the... It will be. Yeah. Um, I'm just recording it through desktop audio, so it will be, but... Uh, it's only happened, like, two or three times since the start, so it's not doing it constantly, but... <laughs> if I can unplug it and stop it, bonus. <laughs> so um, one other feature that I've noticed that is not new, it is available on the Pico Neo for the quest to an extent basically you also notice the vents on the top yeah um that do keep everything sort of you know dry and misty free i've not tried anything physical although i believe you have so i'm curious to know how that pans out but yeah it's generally kept me cool in vr yeah so i've done pistol whip um obviously that's one i've done some synth riders and yeah, there's no mist in. You do get sweat on the headband, but I had that. Yes, the weird rubber they use is like just wipes off. Mm. Um, but I've had no misting problems. I've had no. I haven't felt like I'm sweating. Like normally, you know, like you feel like your face is sweating and stuff. I've never felt any of that, so it could be that it's working really well. <laughs> um, I don't know whether it's the also the weird facial gasket that helps with it because it's not sort of not all press onto your face it's like just the you know what i mean yeah it's very it's like a thin layer and then a, a thicker sort of interface section but mm -hmm. it is quite lightweight and thin yeah the whole thing's quite lightweight and like i when i first picked it up i thought i i don't know how durable this thing is yeah. It feels really light, and I thought because of that it felt cheap. But then when you start using it, you realize that actually, no, it is quite a robust product, and it is just really light. I've, yeah. I've never, I've not, you know, had people pop them on scales, but I'm I'm supremely confident it's lighter than the index. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, like, like yourself, when I first got out of the box, I was like, if you punch this with a controller, it's probably just going to crack like normal. <laughs> I'm still confident you can break it. You you broke a Quest controller, and I'm confident you can break a PSVR one as well. Which I don't <laughs> even want to think about how much replacements are, if they even sell them. <laughs> no. The PlayStation Pro Elite pad thing's like £200, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to think how much of that five £600 we've just spent is actually on controllers. Yeah. So on, on the controllers, the other feature came from the PlayStation 5 pads. Those triggers. Oh, those triggers. <laughs> the, the haptic triggers are... They are the next evolution in, in pads. Like, Nintendo came up with the joypad, and then they came up with rumble pads, and 
they came up with motion. Con Nintendo pretty much frequently innovate controllers. Yeah. But th uh, they had the HD rumble in the Switch. Mm -hmm. But this is something that where they've taken the HD rumble of Nintendo, the rumbling triggers of Microsoft, and just made them exquisite. Yeah. So and so that feature has come along as well, hasn't it? Which yeah, so is... So this was what I was on the demo that I jumped into play before, like, earlier today, just to... Because I, I obviously read everywhere these are the best example of how the work is Star Wars, the Galaxy's Edge. Really? Yeah. And they're unbelievable in that, they really are. Like, I've just seen everyone saying, oh, if you want to example, like, demo them, do this, do the demo. I mean, I I owned it, well, I bought it on Quest, and I'm even tempted to double dip on that. <laughs> just because I want more than the walkthrough and shoot things. I want to see, like, get more of the guns and more of the things to see how they actually... <laughs> See, I, I'm saving for. I'm waiting for a sale on that one. At this point in time, I've got Resident Evil, I've got Call of the Mountain, I've got Gran Turismo, uh, various other games. Yeah. So I'm I'm not tempted to to even. I've never played it. I've never mm -hmm. played that game. Um. So I'm not tempted to go in for forty quid. No, that's where I'm that at the moment. Is that, I'll, I'll probably double dip in it, but I'm gonna wait for it to be on sale before I do that. <laughs> That, not... that said, I expect that game to almost be like a, a just a promotional for Disney World, mm. and not actually any kind of a game. But then I was watching a video by Mike who was actually saying there's there's like eight hours worth of content here. Yeah, which I'm thinking, okay, that's a bit more than the tech demo that the what was the stupid lightsaber one everyone's like the lightsaber dojo is amazing and i'm like i don't care about Vader, that one yes yeah. um that that kind of felt like a little bit of a tech demo to me but so i was like okay i'm not going to get stung on galaxy's edge which is yeah. why i've never played it on quest um but maybe there is a substantial enough game there to warrant that 40 quid price tag like i waited even with uh, Vader immortal i've seen people i'm like i mean i'm not a massive star wars fan anyway We've seen with Vader Immortal, I've seen what people were saying, and I think I waited till it was like ten pound for the three episodes and on sale on the Quest, and I thought I'll buy that. I'll get the Oculus Store, like the PC version on the Oculus Store. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's fair and smart thing to do. Yeah, uh, definitely is. And I bought Tales of the Galaxy Edge when that was in some sale around Christmas this year. But like I said, I'll probably will double dip once it on sale on the PlayStation. I yeah I I think though um it is one of those games that I probably should pick up and probably will pick up but when I'm kind of bored yeah and that very rarely happens because PC VR is still going on the world of PC VR is still going on still a million things I want to do in it yeah. um and Clarkson's Farm's got me wanting to paint the multicolored cow. <laughs> painting there's like a famous cow painting of multicolored haired cow and watching Clarkson's farm i'm just like oh man i want to paint a cow so i i am gonna paint that cow in the near future yeah but yeah the, the, the psvr has pretty much consumed me yeah like this is the first time i thought i've had it on since it came out oh well i've I, actually i put on the quest to download a game that I need to review, which I haven't even started touching yet, and it comes out in a few days, so I need to maybe get around to playing that. But <laughs> Yeah, I was playing that bow and arrow game. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the one from Exocus Focus book with an X. Yeah. It looks like super hot with a bow and arrow. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just ended up closing it down and putting Resident Evil. So I need to give them a, a better chance because I, I, I feel like maybe not all of the problems were their fault. Yeah. So let's hit the... I mean, there's probably going to be more for you this. Let's, let's hit the big free releases, the big free talk, the big free games that people are playing. Um, Absolutely. What the bat? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So where do you want to start? So I've only actually played one of them. <laughs> I know I said the other day I planned on trying to get into Resident Evil before today, but I haven't. So I've only actually played Call of the Call of the Call Mountain. Of the Mountain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, I'll probably never play Gran Turismo. I just don't do racing games. Um, and Honestly, I, you are missing out. And I've got Resi. Now, admittedly, I've been using a steering wheel, but you are actually missing out on Gran Turismo. See, I've it's, spent, a, it's a wonderful place to be. Spent so much on racing sim games on PC, and then not. Yeah, I mean, definitely different. get it in a sale. I guess if if yeah. you're not if you're not massively um, buried in racing on uh, VR racing, then okay, yeah, wait for a sale, but. It's. I don't want to say it's the best game available, because racing games aren't for everybody, especially for the comfort level. Mm-hmm. But I see myself. I. So the the big three, I do own all three, and mm-hmm. I started with Gran Turismo. I want to say ended up playing Call of the Mountain just out of the blue, and then saved resident evil until last and then i was like right once i start resident evil i'm not stopping because i know what i'm like i stopped resident evil 2 and i don't even remember where we are in that game at this point so i was like i'm gonna play resident evil 8 and i'm not gonna stop yeah but i find myself wanting to play gran turismo more Like it's it's really and I the Gran Turismo bugs the crap out of me. I don't want to have to sit through a driver's license, let alone four of them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to have to take my car to the mechanic to change the oil every five thousand miles. I hate doing that in real life. Why do I want to do it in a video game? Mm. But I really do like that game. Yeah, I think I bought so many on PC, thinking this is going to be the one to get me into it, and then. I've all got like less than an hour in them because I enjoy them when I first start, and then, like, once I've turned them off, I don't go back into them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the only one I've got a massive amount of time in is Dirt Rally, but that was because Dirt Rally 2, that was because when that first came out, the performance was so bad, I spent hours and hours trying to get the settings right to make it actually run okay. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, Dirt Rally Two came out and it was a bit of a chunker on performance. Probably still is. I've not run it in a while. Yeah. So you played Call of the Mountain then? Yeah, well, I played about four hours of it, and what I've streamed is what I've played of it. Um. And... So, spoiler wise, I made it to the 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 opening sequence, the logo. Like I, okay. it did a thing. I caught a glimpse of a character that you're expecting to see, and then I turned it off. Right, so okay. if you're going to talk about it, at least don't tell me past that part. Please. No, I don't really want to, because there'll be people who haven't actually played it, so I don't want to be going on about. But 
all I can say is, is the best looking VR game I've seen, like visually, and which is stimulating it is for you visually. It is. It's, yeah. It's absolutely. I've played the PC mod, the Luke yeah. Ross mod. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is a very nice world to be in. Now, being in a world where you're supposed to be in VR in that world, and on hardware that Sony and Gorilla have basically designed everything for, they know exactly how to make that game work and run beautifully. And I was just like, oh, wow. Just yeah. wow. Like, this is, it's definitely, like, there's a reason it's bundled with the console and it's the right choice. Yeah. Indeed. Um, I know a lot of people are going, oh, it's just climbing. I know they um, didn't really just sell it as, I don't think they sold it as well for, give people different ideas on what it'd be by the way they promoted it, I think, than the very little promotion they did with the one trailer. Um, I think people expected a lot more action than, I believe people are saying it's about 80% climbing. <laughs> The thing is, that game is going to be a lot of people's first VR game. Yeah. And so I think it's got all of the right... Because it could go very, very wrong. Yeah. If you push that game too hard, it could go very, very wrong. Yeah. And I think they've they've just got the right balance of just sort of... Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's this much stuff to do. You get to be the physical moving and... You get to do all the actions that you kind of want to do yeah. and be wowed by the environment. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that game. And I, once again, I, for me, um, yeah, probably Horizon number one, GT number two, Resi number three. Mm -hmm. um, and realistically, I would probably put Resolution, uh, Resolution, Resident Evil 8 lower than three but we're talking about the big three so yeah. yeah i would realistically put it lower than three i think the way like you said this the bundling it with a game which is probably going to be like you said some people's first vr game so they've handled the climbing's always fun to do when you first get vr like you said you've got you've got the smooth movement the combat is handled how you'd want it to be handled with like just a, a touch strafe and stuff not a running around i think they've bundled that's why it's like it is is they want to make sure people who were first getting in vr also have a comfortable game <laughs> yeah definitely and one that you just look at it and you're just like yeah, yeah i live here now yeah I just i love this this is amazing the 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 first part which we've seen in demos and things in the past you are on a boat mm -hmm. and the that first time you look up and you're like Oh crap, that's a really tall tall neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I like I'm not even a massive fan of the world. I own the first game twice. Mm -hmm. Um I, I bought it on PlayStation and then it came out on PC and I was like, okay, I'll buy it on PC. Yeah. So I own the game two times. I'm not a massive fan of the world though. Like I I I could take it or leave it, I don't care, but mm. god the visuals in that game look glorious. Yeah. I don't know, I think it's like the only game I've actually stopped and took so many like landscape screenshots. Like, look at that over there, that view. Let's let's screenshot that. I think it's like absolutely. It's just crazy how much they've managed to get it to. How nice and magic get it look. 
really is. And as somebody who does like taking screenshots in VR, the screenshot feature on the PSVR 2 is just exquisite. Like, yeah. I was taking screenshots of Moss 2 because I was going to do a bunch of tweets. I was like, find the mouse, and I hid Quill in different areas and then took a screenshot. And those screenshots were terrible. They were really bad. Mm. They were taken on a PS5, and they were really bad. Yeah. So I'm glad that these screenshots are 4K and just beautiful. Yeah. And sent straight to my phone. Yeah. No, yeah. That, I, I, I actually activated that in the app, and then when I went in the app, because I'd never really used the app very much, I went into it and went into captures, and it was like, activate this now to get them straight from your console. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And then that allows me to dump them in Discord, because... I generally like to show how pretty things are or yeah. put them on Instagram or whatever the hell yeah. it is I'm going to do with them. It's how I can put, I just like shutting them on Twitter and things like that whenever I take them. So, yeah, just taking them is crazy. How easy it is to get them off, how easy it is to, how nice it looks. Let me just find this one. My mouse has come back on my um, thingy, which is nice. So as far as I'm concerned, um, Call of the Mountain is an absolute like must for me. It is very expensive, and that's going to come as quite of a shock to um, PC VR owners for one, because you're kind of used to paying anywhere between three, fifteen, maybe twenty five for a big budget game. This has been um, a bit, but oh yeah, that's beautiful. Here's one of the screenshots from a. Uh... Thingy screenshot. What's it called? Just said what is a landscape. Horizon. A landscape screenshot from <laughs> from Horizon. Um it's just mad how nice they are. I mean that one's been probably been thingied a bit because I saved it off Discord because I shared it with someone on Discord. So it's probably so it's comp like it's been compression, compression on it and stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's definitely up there for one of the best ones, but like I said, I haven't touched Resi yet, but I will. Yeah, because um, you, you, you low-key bought that in like a Christmas sale real cheap. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm not doing it, I'm not buying, I'm not playing Resident Evil, I'm not scaring myself, I'm not spending more money on Resident Evil 8. I bought Resident Evil 8 full price on PC when it came out, I haven't played that yet, so I'm not going to buy Resident Evil, oh crap, I bought Resident Evil for PlayStation. Yeah. Like I refused and then did it anyway. I think it's in the January sales. It was like seventeen pounds, some or seventeen forty nine or something. I was like, I'll buy it now. <laughs> yeah, thank like you. I, I, I didn't want to buy it. I thought I've got it on PC. We've got the Prey Dog mod. I don't really want to buy it again. And then I thought, I know as soon as that comes out, it's something I'm going to want to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So Horizon for you then, big win, like. You own a PSVR too. You would do pretty well to buy Horizon. Definitely, definitely. I'd yeah. one I'd recommend straight away. Yeah, it is. Um, I do as a total newbie game. I don't know. See, this is something. So you've shown your PSVR off to somebody else. Yeah. How much of a ball ache is that? It's not. No, it's, it's quite easy because you're just going like. For the IPD, you can just quickly go into quick settings and set it up for them. Um, See, 
I've I have a friend that I've been threatening to show VR to her girlfriend for a very very long time but we've never our schedules have never sort of married up yeah and so we we're looking at the very very near future i was like i'll bring a quest over i'll bring a quest over I'll bring a quest over but the girlfriend is very very she's um massively into playstation she basically lives in red dead yeah on the playstation <laughs> 4 and i'm thinking do i just take the ps5 over and then let us see the PS5 and then see the PSVR 2. Yeah. But I was worried about the whole... Because um, I took the quest to a family uh, gathering over a weekend. Yeah. And we played the squirrel game, Akron. Akron. And the thing, the beauty of that was that it was just like, I want to be the tree. Uh, well, no, you be the tree first, because we don't know what VR is like. So, okay, so I'd be the tree, and there are the phones on the, the playing the squirrels and stuff. And they're like, I, I, I totally want to be the tree. Gimme, gimme, gimme. So then they were fighting to be in VR. And it was so easy to just take the headset off, wind the ratchet head strap out, plunk it on my head, go, yeah, everything clear, everything comfy, perfect, go. Yeah, and I just I just feel like the PSVR is not built for that. You couldn't just pass and play in like a Mario Party kind of game and or a WarioWare kind of game and just pass and play the headset. There's a little bit of setup between yeah, each one. Yeah, a bit of setup. Yeah, obviously, you need to have to do the eye tracking, IPD, and stuff. And yeah, it's not just a case like you said with a quest. You can only just pass it on. You'll go. So I think it would be a little bit inconvenient, but I feel like it possibly would be worth it to have. Yeah. Because one of my thoughts was that I would leave the PC on and then um, the the remote desktop, the virtual desktop into it and see if I could show the Red Dead world in VR as well. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking PS5 might be the way forward so i don't know i'll i'll see what i'll do but i just i was curious because i could see in the chat um your intern was saying yeah i played this and it was dope yeah but yeah it's, it, was, it was quick as it's really quick to do it's just quick settings of just visibility and it brings up the eye tracking thing you just turn the thing get it for them click okay and then there you go it's done so okay it's, that's not too bad then not too it's bad done within a couple of minutes easily but if you were gonna, so where do you... if you were gonna keep passing it around tomorrow more in one go, it'd probably be more of an issue because, <laughs> like every time, yeah, it would. I, I and the thing is, I I would ultimately, I would probably do my usual thing of just like this is the the, the, the just set up the play space and I'd do all that, <clears throat> and then I would pretty much just hand it off to the room. Like I would be like, okay, let's get you in, let's get you in. I I do VR all the time. I don't need to be doing it now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would probably just hand it off to the to the room at that point. So probably wouldn't be too bad, and then I'd just get home and reset everything anyway. Yeah. So it's good to know. Good to know. I was I was afraid it would be a pain to do, but no. if it's if it's not too bad, then that's not too bad. It would be nice if you put it on and it was just like you're not the person that you were twenty minutes ago. So let's run this thing real quick. Yeah. It'd be nice if it did that, but I mean, you know, there's only so much Sony can be expected to do, I guess. Yeah, but it's just a click of the PlayStation button on the control and then there's quick settings on there. You just go to that, click it, and then it go down to, yeah, just visibility and it just brings it up for them. So it's like a very quick process, really. And I'll... It's weird because I've I've played quite a few games on mine, but there are a lot of games that I've played elsewhere. 
like there's one I know when it, in one of the groups we have behind closed doors I was saying I'm never buying PlayStation Plus because unless something that comes out like sells... everybody keeps saying the F word to you <laughs> yeah until you'll something buy it then until something comes out I will not get PlayStation Plus until something comes out that I know I'm going to play it often in there because I think it's stupid paying I think the cheapest is 50 isn't it 50 pound a year to use it every now and then um and what actually happened is I wanted to have a go of after the fall in there um and I thought you know what I'll just buy a month subscription because you obviously you can and then cancel it and just try after the fall but then when I looked at it I thought to be fair I might as well buy a year just in case <laughs> <laughs> I should buy after the fall, so then at least you have a reason for owning that that subscription, I guess. Because like you, I was I was thinking, no, I'm not going to bother renewing. Mm -hmm. And then for whatever reason, I don't know whether it was one of the games that I didn't own, but I did own if I had PlayStation Plus. Yeah, would allow me to upgrade for whatever price, and I could play it now. So I was like, all right, screw it, let's do it. Yeah, uh, I think it was. I own Thumper. I own Thumper and I haven't played it. I've done a disservice. Sorry, I guess I'll be back next month to discuss Thumper. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, interesting because it yeah. Daniel mentioned in the chat earlier Thumper saying, has that got PSVR 2 yet? Because that would be good with haptics. And yes, it has. <laughs> and the haptic situation, I mean, we, we, we may as well... Well, should we stick to the main three first? So I've said my thing about... Gran Turismo in that it's it's a really really pretty game and it's very very fun and I'm very much enjoying it with my steering wheel. I've not tried it with the controller just to give me a bit of a non-steering wheel-y kind of vibe to see if it's worth recommending to people that don't own a steering wheel but yeah I dig that game I really do. And then obviously if like say tried Resi 8 I know at first you weren't I mean, not only you, I've seen it around the internet, there's a few people not happy with the choices I've made in some situations on it. Yeah, yeah. There's So I, I get the head movement thing. I, I understand the head movement thing. You play... It, this, this made me go out, install the PC version and download the Prey Dog mod to see just how different it was. Yeah. Um, and the Prey Dog mod is vastly superior in many, many ways but the controls are a bit meh. Yeah. They're not as functional as they are on the PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2, you've got kind of a quick inventory where you just whip your jacket open, oh, a flashlight. Blah, blah, blah. Naturally, the game itself, the flat screen game is not designed for that, so the Prey Dog mod can't add that. That's just weird. Yeah. Um, But there were certain things. So, yes, the, the amount of times they just basically bury your face in the floor is bad. Hmm. But I can get past that. The thing that bugs me, that really, really, truly, well and truly bugs me, is that, say I'm walking up to that table there, I will get about here, the screen will then fade to black, and then it will just jerk me to the table. Ah. Like, in the game itself, it's seamless. There's just, you step up to the table. Mm. But because it wants to do a cutscene when I reach the table... It, you can see the transition and it's really mm. jarring and immersion breaking yeah. and it was really infuriating to me 
everything else I can get past, like there's comfort settings and all that kind of stuff. And apparently somebody didn't so much lay into me. It was like, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And I was like, why am I wrong? It's like, everybody's over all of the bad Vianus now. And I'm like, well, no, they're not. But they said, well, you can fix that in the settings. And apparently the fix is you turn on a feature that makes those cut screens a TV screen. Like Resident Evil 4. Yeah. That's the fix for that problem. I shouldn't have to watch these cutscenes on a television. That's also like more immersion breaking. I should get taken out of the actual... Yes, it creates a black book, jerks you forward, but on that it takes you out of it fully. So, yeah, it's just not good. Whereas the Prey Dog mod, not designed for VR, it's Mm -hmm. it's a mod that's been shoehorned into a flat screen game. And the transition is seamless. Mm-hmm. There is no game-breaking jump. Yeah. Um, which I think Capcom possibly could patch to mm. make that transition a little bit nicer. Yeah. I, I don't know how hard it's going to be. It's You get the impression with Resident Evil 8 that Capcom were like, Resident yes, make very pretty game. Sequel to 7, yes. very. I don't know why I've made them Russian. But yes, very good game. Here you go. And then Sony were like, we've got this PSVR thing, right? Now the 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 seven was really popular on the PSVR one. Here's a bunch of money. Brings that for the second one. Yeah. And so Capcom were like, all right. And then it was never made for VR. It was just shoehorned in afterwards with some creative programming. Yeah. And it shows, and that's that's a little a little bit sad, but it's that. Let's say if you've got the PC version, the Prey Dog mod you're not going to have a much worse experience no. from my experience. I, I, so I played up to a certain point. I just, no spoilers. I played up to a certain point on my first playthrough and I got rather annoyed and then I walked away from the game and I was like, I kind of want to not go back to that. But then in my own time, I launched the Prey Dog mod and yeah, I had a way better time and I thought, okay, but I rushed through it because I was tempted to just abandon the PSVR 2 version, just continue my full playthrough on the, I was going to use the Pico 4, mm. <laughs> to be honest, uh, and do it that way. But then um, I've, I've soldiered on with the PlayStation 2 and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting along with it a bit better now. But yeah. by far is it my favourite game at all. It's it's really not. It's top ten, but it's not top five. Yeah. So one thing I, I will say when obviously I like I said I got my uh, PlayStation Plus to try after the fall. And I'm glad I got the year because that is to me the definitive version of the game. With all the Is that good? The facial haptics if you're getting hit, the adaptive triggers. And all that just make it much more immersive to me. Like the pulling a each gun having a different feel and pulling the triggers and stuff is just So, so I've I actually three of those. I have I have I have after the fall and I have after the fall on quest. Is it worth is it worth the third purchase? Uh, really? Depends on what you're gonna do. Obviously I played loads of it on PC. So well, I... to give you an idea, Bol and I, I finished the game for the first time with Bol four weeks ago. Uh, probably not. Well, I have no. basically played it enough now on Survivor because I've had nothing 
um, to get all the upgrades I can on Survivor. So now I need to start running on Veteran again. <laughs> they start getting purple upgrades. Um, it's not for, like it's not a bad game, and I don't find any joy. It's just it's one of those games that I want to play with friends, yeah. and my friends are normally busy. Yeah. So yeah, I would totally play that. Um, I guess maybe if the price was right, maybe I'll see if I can prod somebody and see if I can like make a key disappear. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's again that's another one like Terrace. I was like, I don't imagine I can go back and. Well, I can, but I won't feel it won't feel the same. <laughs> um, so now it's a case of it's probably going to get a lot of time because I'm going to want to get all my unlocks on there again because my guns are a bit pants. <laughs> right, yeah. See, I don't know what a good gun looks like. <laughs> like, I'm lucky if I'm just like, ooh, I've got a shotgun, I've got a pistol, I've got a Desert Eagle. That, to me, is as far as the guns go. I, I, I've not really modded any of them. <laughs> Yeah. So I should probably play the game more. Yeah. It's just that I've I'm split between two versions. Because I had issues the first time I got it, so I bought it on the quest. And so I was playing on the quest, and then I got the PC version actually working because it turns out completely unrelated software was screwing me. Um so then I started playing on the PC version, so I I I've got like six hours in the game but only three hours in the game because it's spread between two different versions and then i'd be doing it again yeah with the playstation so i think me because i bought got on quest i got given a copy to review on the quest and then i was given steam and then i bought quest because steam didn't work and then i hammered the quest version well i actually started playing it on pc on the because it was cross by and then they wanted me to they invited me to have a preview of a level. And I was like, okay. And they went, oh, you need to put the beta thing in, in Steam. And I was like, oh, I've only got the Oculus version. So they sent me a Steam copy so I could <laughs> demo this level with them. <laughs> then, yeah, because I can remember playing you in the early days. And I was like, ha ha. And you're like, I can't see what your fingers are doing. Yeah. Um, Because you were on Oculus. And then I got pulled to. And obviously you've got PlayStation now. But I really didn't touch the Steam version after that because I'd already played it so much to unlock so much on the Oculus. I was like, I can't be bothered doing it all again. But now I am going to do it all again because I'm enjoying the PlayStation VR, VR version that much. <laughs> uh, I think it was on Friday after the ball stream. I thought, I'm just going to go on because I hadn't even done all the harvest runs, obviously, on the PlayStation 1. I thought, I'll jump on and just play through the harvest runs. So I've done them once. But then I thought, I've got like, the relay tower was the only one I had left to do, out the main one. And I thought, I'll jump on, do that one. And I can do the DLC ones at a later date. And then I stopped playing when my controllers ran out of battery. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the things I was actually going to bring up earlier. Um, the first time I played, I did a monster stream and it was about three, three and a half hours and the controllers were dying. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Is it just... Are yours getting better, do you think? I'm sure mine lasts like a little over four hours now. I feel mine always lasts between between three and four hours. Never seem to get so, like a ghastly battery on them. Yeah, but they do, they also charge pretty quick. Like they can go from zero to sixty in like hour, hour and a half. They're fully charged. Yeah. So I feel like they could have done better with the batteries, especially with all of the features that's going on. I think that's a problem with them. I think they've obviously I yeah. think they've 
put a size battery in the can probably to keep them as light as they can but with all the features all the room like there's a way to fix it by turning the rumbles down and but why would i do that i know but you don't want to do that <laughs> i mean they've got like i think high medium and low avenue and so you could switch it they medium do. but it just doesn't feel the same <laughs> and you seem to be disabling high. an eye like wh wh why do i want to be one-eyed yeah so it, one, it's just weird it's one thing that's been talking about today which um with the controllers which i've i've been shocked there's been a few people whose official charging dock has melted the controllers Ooh. And like knackered they can't charge them anymore left and that's what i'm thinking of they just left yeah that's what i'm thinking either just leaving the dock permanently turned on and putting them in and then but yeah there's a, been a couple of reports of it um i that's went a little worrying because i'm on the market for a dock yeah, um, I, went, I went unofficial <laughs> i've seen yours yeah. and i've seen the official one a lot of people i heard that they wished that the controllers when they went on they just went a little bit of a so that you yeah. knew they were on yeah because i think it's hard to see the charging indicator light when it's in the dock so you can't really see if it's charging in the official one mm -hmm. um I've just 3D printed basically a small Z-shaped hanger yeah. that I just hang on the side of the PlayStation and then just plug it in through a yeah. USB cable. It's my current solution. Mm -hmm. so that's going to get a picture up. Which is doing fine. It makes it look like he's got ears. The magic of Neos and loading images in. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there's your so I got this one. dock. It's like an unofficial one. I think it was £3 more expensive than the official one, but it holds a headset... The cable and, and the controllers. The headset, by those things. Yeah, the old your headphones, the headset. There's a place to wrap the like hook the cable over. It's got the control dock, and you might see at the front there's the two blue lights. They're orange if they need charging. I don't know whether you. Okay. Yeah. 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 So these two it. like little blue lights at the bottom. Those are those are those go orange when they're charging, and blue when they're fully charged. I'm no speaking in the stream, so I can see it. And of course, RGB, because every gamer needs RGB in their world. Yep, as I like to call it, the bubble pipe. This is just bubbles in the plastic to make it look like a bubble effect. But in a still picture, it absolutely looks like bubbles. In real life, it it that's exactly how it looks. It's not yeah. Yeah. the entire time. <laughs> yeah. That was the first thing I asked him. I was just like, oh yeah. And rather than any other product question, I was just like actually bubbling or is it just plastic <laughs> with bubbles in it yeah so yeah and that was a couple um, of, i think it was three pound more than the official one and i just thought you know what to hold the headset hold my headphones and be a charging dock i'd probably pay the extra couple of quid <laughs> yeah whereas me i'm just looking at basically magnetic like i've got magnet clips on the bottom of these and i've 3d printed a dock and i just go and then it charges them yeah and that's it yeah. um and i'm basically looking at doing that but it's plugging in two usb cables whereas yours is just one cable which is yeah. a little bit more convenient so i yeah I, I don't know i'll have to see yeah that's the the standards i go for yeah but yeah i just seen a few a thing a reddit post a day where people are reporting that the they've knocked the controllers because the official charger's been melting them but like you said if you're leaving it on permanently and plugging them in every time they're probably overheating <laughs> very possibly like we don't know what setting there is yeah. 
that's you know designed to stop that kind of thing from happening yeah maybe they're lucky that they didn't explode who mm -hmm. knows i suppose we'll find out more as i mean it might just be a few defunct ones going out you know, like every product's defunct got defunct versions like possibly could you never be know. that there's something short in it like there's something getting onto it because presumably there is an element of magnetics to it yeah i think it's the like the one even the one i've got you plug usb-c in which is magnetic and it's always plugged mm. in into the controller i mean you can take it out but i understand me yeah no i have and the same it, thing obviously on these. and that's what that one uses and then it magnets into the stand and i think that's what the official one uses as well so maybe they've picked up something that's creating a short mm -hmm. it's a it's a possibility it's i've got one of these on my phone a magnetic usb-c and every now and again, I have to get like a toothbrush because pocket lint apparently is magnetic. So I'm still picking up crap via mm. the magnet, even though it's, yeah, a thing. So there's there's a possibility that there are other things there, but it is, to me, very possible. They've just plugged it in, left it, and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. So as someone who's used LCD for so long with the index, what do you think of the blacks and the colors in the headset? So I had a CV1. And I had a CV1, yeah, with OLED. Um, I, I don't know whether I'm either A, not that picky, B, just old and blind, or C, just kind of ignorant. But I don't care that yeah. it's OLED. HDR, yes. OLED, eh. Mm. Don't care. I think I'm so used to all that, like when I put an index on our quest on, everything looks so grey. Where well, they're meant to be black. See, I don't know if my I've just like adjusted for everything. Mm. Like everything in this room looks black to me. I mean you can tell they're black, but they've always got like a grey thing to them. Black. So I don't know. I don't know whether mm. my eyes just naturally say that color is black even though it's not black because <laughs> i'm just used to black i, I don't know mm -hmm. so it doesn't doesn't seem like they say the hdr that's when blacks really look black to me yeah my wife's got a hdr on her 1080p tv and it's trash without it mm -hmm. but she says it's too dark with it <laughs> <laughs> so it's like uh, whereas hdr on my tv i'm I, I actively turn it off to be honest yeah but the playstation yeah i'm I'm totally down like it looks beautiful yeah i'm trying to think which other i mean i've just been trying to jump into lot as many games as i can at the moment i'm sticking to horizon for a full playthrough this is why i haven't started resi because like yourself i think if i jumped into another mm -hmm. long story based game I wouldn't go back to the other one. <laughs> yeah, and the, so one of the big problems with this is that um, Horizon, I, I can't watch you play it because you're further than me. Yeah. Resi, you can't watch me play it because I'm now yeah. about to where you are or further than you at this point. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there's just so damn much great VR that I just... I was tempted last Monday to stream... But then I thought, ah, no, Monday usually cold stream, so I didn't bother. Yeah. And then I found out that he's not actually streamed, which is why I was like, oh, screw it, we'll go live on Monday. Um, yeah, I was, I, um, I, I just want to play PSVR 2. I really do. Yeah. 
So I've been jumping in a few, like I said, a few games I've played before, but I've been jumping in a few indies. I jumped into Garden of the Sea. Okay, yeah. No, I, I, I played the early version of that, or I've not been back to it. I just felt so with the benefits. visuals and the HDR and stuff that the colours are going to pop because <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. it's a very bright, childish-looking game. And I just thought the colours will be perfect with what it's doing. Um, players are saying, obviously, I played it on the Quest as well. I bought it on PC in early access when it was basically just you could plant seeds and put water on them because <laughs> um, I had finger tracking. <laughs> it's when I got the right, index. Okay. I was like, I'm buying it. It's got finger tracking just to see... When I wanted to test it across multiple games, and I think it was on sale at the time, and I seen it had finger track, and I was like, "I'll buy that." Didn't play much of it, um, and then got it on the Quest when it came out it was like version one point when it came to the Quest, and I played through the all of it, nearly nearly did everything on it, and then just started building my farms and stuff, like <laughs> the island up with like farming spaces and stuff, things and set places. No. Mm. Oh my god, the USB sounds come back and it's going crazy. Hmm. I do apologise to the audio listeners if you're just getting um noises. Is this controller must have turned off? I I agree. L C D is totally fine for me. Like I don't I don't have any problem. Even in the dark games. That can... something that is um I'm I'm totally fine with we even in the dark games even when I get like it, everything kind of looks green over black I'm still just perfectly fine with it I'm, I'm yeah I don't have a problem um I've got no idea what's going on with the USB he's <laughs> doing the okie kokie yeah and for some reason this controller is still got power to it and tracking but my arm it's not tracking in the game. <laughs> it's I like think nailed your hand to her. A... I think my PC is just like you've been playing PlayStation. You've not been using me. I'm gonna just screw up. Why do I turn the controller on and off? Does it pick my arm back up? <laughs> if not, I'm just gonna have a, a nailed hand here. To be fair, the last time we were live, I'm like, Paul got his hand on the desk. Why is it so still? And your controller died towards the end of the last one as well, didn't it? Yeah, this is, but this actually got charger and it. it's just not tracking. Oh well, it's just not going to work. I'll just have to use a hand. <laughs> oh well. Um, so yes, PSVR. Then um, you play Garden of the Sea. Yeah, very. And um, it's this... improvement worth the second buy or no? Um, I think if you've never played it, it's it's definitely worth on that. It's, it's a very cutie. Just chill, chilled game, really. If you've never played it, it's worth buying. If you've already got on something else, probably not. It's like the visuals are a star that it works on the quest. It's mm-hmm. just obviously yeah, it's, yeah. popped and a bit better resolution on the PC, on the PlayStation. So it's not really, if you've already played it on the quest, it doesn't do anything spectacular to make you want to double dip or have the need um, to double dip. Speaking of games that. Pretty decent on the quest that have come over to PSVR 2. I played City Skylines. Oh, it's not Cities VR. It's not Skylines. It's Cities VR. Played that on the PSVR 2. I sunk way more time into that than I thought I would. 
I was very, mm -hmm. very pleased with it. Um, my my civilization, my civilization discovered either religion or erecting very large stone monuments to pagan gods or some shit. I don't know. Stonehenge popped up. So yeah. a really great time. City planner, I'm absolutely terrible. But like, don't ask me to plan you a city because, as you <laughs> saw, there were people living in industrial zones and dying. Um, and I didn't even realize I needed to deal with that problem. So there was somebody dead in a restaurant for like a month before I realized I had to buy a graveyard yeah i think it was on your um, stream you're like what do i do with this dead person like i'll buy your graveyard <laughs> so yeah it's definitely something i could totally sink a lot of time into didn't realize i wanted a city builder and started started playing little cities yeah um and then yeah city skylines psvr2 absolutely great time fantastic port and if you've not played it i think you could totally spend a lot of time playing that and you're going to benefit from the pure lifting power of the PS5. Yeah, and so I played it on Quest a lot. Well, for quite a bit. And then came to the conclusion that I couldn't put up with the popping. Like, there was so much popping when you were moving through the city. Mm -hmm. Like, and then I thought, when they said, obviously, you come with PlayStation 5, uh, PlayStation Retro, I was like, hopefully they'll fix that. Um, I know it's probably still suffers from a bit of popping, but on the Quest, you could be like, you had to basically get right close to it before it even put the details in the building. And I was like, I understand it's one why. Those... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's one of those games that don't really need it. The fact that you can zoom straight yeah. in is nice and it's great for screenshots. And, oh, look, everybody's got a name, but I don't think you need it in that kind of game. I didn't use it that often. No. But, yeah, I've, um... so I've not touched on PSVR 2 yet because I've got some stuff I want to get reviews out for and i know soon i mean i'll be reviewing that but the stuff it's weird because i've reviewed it before on another platform but obviously just people going to look for what there is on this platform so what mm -hmm. i'm trying to do is review the games i've never reviewed yet first yes rather than double dipping on reviewing a different platform version of it so and i know once i start playing cities to review it it'll eat a lot of time because the quest version did and i had issues with that one <laughs> <laughs> and obviously with I the, own it never played it with the power of PlayStation with the power of PlayStation behind it the cities can also be a lot bigger yeah there's it's there's not many city management games that have actually made it over to the PC sadly mm -hmm. the little cities not PCs cities VR not PC mm -hmm. the Townsman VR which is on PlayStation VR 2 as well have you mm -hmm. been anywhere near that no no, I haven't either. When I bought it, it was like £3 on the PC, and it had not been touched in like three years. Yeah. So then when I was like, there's a PSVR 2 version of it? I guess they've updated the PC version. I just can't bring myself to go back to it. No. Um, but it was fun when I played. I got ones. I started Discronia, but I stopped myself before I got too into it. And... did So... The quest version is rather jaggy and it's nice, but the PSVR two does it massively improve that? Yeah, yeah. And the res the new resolution and and I think the textures look a bit more. I mean, I know they're very cell shaded, but they seem to pop a bit more as well. They've, yeah. Um. I may maybe have to um. Rod somebody. Yeah. I do want to play it. Um, well, they actually asked me would I have a look at the PlayStation version. I was like, yeah, that I'll 
I'll play it again because it's only episode one on PS PlayStation at the moment. Episode two's not there yet. But I was like, okay, I thought it would have gone one. I and thought two. it would have put one and two at the same time. I think they're going to come out a lot quicker, closer to yeah. each other. But I think the like they've delayed one slightly. Um, and I was like, I'll play it again. And they basically just said to me, the only difference is graphics. So you don't need to play the whole thing again. Just you can just talk about the graphics. I was like, I suppose so, but. As soon as I put it on and I started playing it, I was like, I need to turn this off or else I'm just going to play it all the way through and not play anything That's else. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, the, the Quest version I started playing, but it does look a bit old bit simplistic at times yeah. no that's ter always a terribly bad thing and arc and aid um just slightly off topic arc and aid arcade is now arc and aid um very sort of simplistic maybe four or five colors if superb game vr noid that's just come out on mm -hmm. saturday once again there's maybe five six colors in that entire game very very yeah. simple looking just next first game of the, the the festival for me like i love that game so yeah. um is yeah a lot of good can come from very simple surroundings but i i would like to see a bit more of that game a bit more rounded yeah another one i was tried for the first time over the weekend pavlov i thought i need a shooter hmm. um okay yeah. well i never got into it on pc like, I don't know why. I thought I would. And then, obviously, I was like, it's really the only tactical shooter at the moment on PlayStation. So I thought, I'll try it. I'm a big shooter fan. Thank you for the bits. I don't know how many there was. Twelve, thank you. Twelve, I guess. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Jeff? Um, we play... Yeah, um... I don't know, I just never got into a PC, and then I thought, it's the only tactical shooter at the moment. I mean, obviously, Firewall is going to come out, but now I've got PlayStation Plus, I will probably end up trying that, but... Oh, damn, I, I mean, they've, the they've got one job. Come back. Yeah. Don't make it a lobby simulator. Now, that's you... job numero uno. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. So I got that, and there was... And I've actually jumped in and played a bit over the weekend, and, well, last night, and... I'm actually quite liking it. It's a very basic shooter. It's got the mode you're expected to have. Obviously, with the PC, and I think this is going to be the game's longevity, are Sony going to eventually allow them to put mods in it? Because I think the PC one's lasted as long as it has because there's so many user-made maps and rather than... Mm. I think it's got about... I think it's got about eight base maps in the game, which I think... It's got the zombie I don't mode. Think Onward has the mods and yet that's still incredibly popular i think the thing with pavlov is basically it was like csgo yeah but for p for pcvr which is what a lot of people liked and a lot of people really disliked about it yeah and i think what we've got on it is with pavlov is it's a very basic shoot not trying to do anything special it's all about the the guns the realistic handling the reloading it's that's what Pavlov's always been about, like how well they've actually got the gun system working. Like I know most VR games have automatic load like the automatic loading, sorry, the um manual reloading, but they seem to have concentrated yeah. on it perfectly to get it perfect for every gun. Oh my god, I've lost both hands. My PC is I got the USB sound again and then it's the other hand's disconnected. But they're not wired in any way. 
Oh, shall we just fire through this? Because, I mean, what you guys aren't aware of is that my headset is essentially failing. Like, every fifth or sixth frame is grave. <laughs> so my headset's just been dying this entire time. His headset is just going ba-dunk, ba-dunk. Like yeah. you, he's lost his hands um, and now can't end the podcast. So, right, okay, this is, yeah, this is a travesty. We should absolutely smash this out. Yeah. So Pavlov is... Buy it. A good Buy it if you like shooters. Um, one one thing they've said with Pavlov is, and one thing they've come up with on notice on Pavlov is the devs part and saying because of the foveated rendering, like it's actually got a forty percent performance boost over the PC version because of the foveated rendering with the eye tracking. Which is good, which is really good. See, that's using it right. And because it's uniform across everybody's experience, they can use it in every single game, Yeah. which is something Gran Turismo 7. I never knew it was happening in headset. I've never saw it in headset, but I was watching Seastorm Games stream Gran Turismo. And when I looked at it, I was just like, that fuel gauge and those tires look really, really weird. And I said, do me a favor, keep your head forward, but look to your right at your fuel gauge and your tires. And they did that. And as I could instantly tell the moment they looked, because it instantly became clear. That was the first time I'd seen it really mm. in action, yeah. doing that kind of trickery. And I was like, that's, I, I, that's awesome. Like this is, this is the future of VR. It needs to become uniform across every headset. And then all of our powerhouse PCs could do infinitely more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you've not played, even if you've played Pavlov and you've got a PlayStation VR, it is worth, so for only really online multiplayer shooter, like competitive one, not like PvP. I don't. Yeah, I I don't do competitive shooting. I yeah. I shoot my friends just fine, but I don't want to go against the world. I went against the, the world in Onward, and somebody was just running around screaming a racial slur that I'm not going to yeah, repeat. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just dead." That's what you need to find. That's what talk. That's what you find in Pavlov as well. Even the PlayStation One, you are going to run in, You are going to run into toxic people in there, yeah. and who yeah, like you think it's funny to. I think it's funny to team kill at the beginning and things like that. Unfortunately, yeah. it seems to be a very prominent feature in the shooting genre and <laughs> like Call of Duties, everything onward, yeah. everything like that. Give somebody a gun and they think it's funny to just try and ruin people's games. <laughs> yeah, I just don't need it. There's just no place in my world for it. So I'll just, uh, yeah, it's just not something I'll do. Yeah. Um, what else have you tried then? Uh, oh, we didn't really go back to it earlier. Thumper. Fantastic. Oh, yes, Thumper. I, I, I mean, spoil away. There's no spoiling Thumper. Yeah, uses, You're a freaking beetle on a roller coaster. Uses the hand haptics, like the control haptics well. Obviously, there's not really any use for the, the adaptive triggers because you're not really doing anything. It's all button no. presses. Getting damaged so makes Oculus your headset run Go. rumble. Game, right? It was an Oculus Go game, and you used to just press the left or the right on the little round pad thing. Yeah. And that's when you would stick your ass out to yeah. do things. And it very well received. Like, everybody seems to really want to play that game in PSVR, and I think, mm, I'll buy it because apparently I own it. Yeah. It's worth the free 99 upgrade, even if you play it on PlayStation. Um, more as well with the Tempest audio inside of the PlayStation 5. Um. 
it just sounds it's just a game that you have to listen it sounds the music's perfect a bit like tetris i do need to fire that up slap on the wooja see you, you the haptics of the face and everything is is everybody's like yeah 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 but the woo just seems to have ruined haptics for me because mm. i think well I, I want more from this facial interface because i'm getting a lot from my chest mm -hmm. um so yeah, I, yeah it's 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 a wonderful feature though but I honestly if it wasn't there i wouldn't be screaming for it it's oh. not what i expected it to be quickly back to something more related around pavlov is there is people now showing they are starting to make gun stocks i did see that they they've made like an adapter for a protube right yeah protube have come out and said they're working on the adapters but there's other companies coming out and saying oh we've already made one this is our gun stock that we're going on sale soon so for I those totally 3d print one yeah for those who miss the playstation aim controller you're going to get something if you're willing to to splash money on it <laughs> <laughs> And what I need is something that will allow me to stick these controllers to the aim controller because that thing's just going to collect dust on the wall. I might mm. leave that up there just for posterity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that, that thing's never going to get used again. Whichever ones. I've, I've done pistol whip. Like I said earlier, that gives you head haptics. If a bullet's flying past, whizzes past your head, it vibrates lightly. If it one hits you, it's a more... Aggressive. Aggressive vibration, so... Um, again, as well, you've got the triggers feel right for the pistol. You can change your pistol type from like to a D Desert Eagle. It feels a bit. Each pistol, the type of pistol is gonna have a different feel to pulling the trigger, which makes it interesting. Um, synth riders. Never really noticed anything with the facial haptics on synth riders. It's synth riders. I imagine that looks very nice though. The 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 neon synth world. Yeah, and HDR um, and everything. On that display. Very nice, yeah. Looks uh, very, very nice. I've only really jumped into Moss at the moment to see the upgrade to the visuals and they're basically on par with the PC versions now. Right. I did wonder. Um because yeah. Moss is on the to-do list. I'm mm -hmm. still just crossing some T's and dotting some I's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, there's there's one feature that Polyarch was like, we dare you, Dr. Oculus, to have a staring contest with Quill. Because of the eye tracking, you can mm -hmm. literally have a staring contest with Quill. I, tried and to... I really, really want to do it. I tried to Dan and won. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, challenge accepted. Just as soon as I get the game and they said, yes, we will we'll sort that out. And then I've never reached out to them for hmm. key. <laughs> but I do want to have a staring contest with, with my favorite little... Is it... Fan... What's it called? Fantas... Fantas... No, that's the... Is that the Disney movie? The one that was for PlayStation with thing with the... Where you just match colours to set fireworks off. Fantavision. Oh, Fantavision. Fantavision. Yeah, Fantavision. I've played that one. Everybody was like, I can't wait to play Fantavision. I'm like, looks like a tech demo that's going to be a waste of money. Is it a tech demo that's a waste of money? I enjoyed it. Um, as I found out from my day one stream, it's not an interesting game to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy playing so it. It's not interesting for people one. to watch. You're just looking at stuff and then it ha like it fires a firework or some shit to hit it. Like, is that... So you've got to, like, 
the way it works is yeah. it's going to fire coloured balls up and you've got to basically highlight, only highlight the ones in set colours and then trigger a firework. And then you keep matching as you match more, you start getting power-ups that will then make like more fireworks off so it'll explode and fire loads of little ones out which will then explode and things like this. It's just about scoring by matching colours really but having something visual in front of you rather than like the likes of let's say columns where you're just trying to match them up in the break it's more visual in your face basically <laughs> is there any variation um i can't remember I've, not, I've only played the first few levels but there hasn't really been any um apart from like different backgrounds but what i'd advise with this one is it's a sale game i mean i paid the full price for it because i loved the originally the original version of it but it's definitely a sale game when you can get it for yeah it sounds 50, boring as like, all hell if i'm honest like 50 plus percent off type sale <laughs> you you've not sold me on that game in yeah. any way shape or form i'm sorry i just thinking that sounds so boring like at least tetris effect has got various surroundings and music and it's it's pretty whereas that just sounds like you just sat there staring at a night sky just going oh there's one yeah there's one and it just sounds so boring. I'm just, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not bothered about that game at all. A runner, which is uh, in the neon anime inspired, like Akira type anime inspired game. The mobile game? Yeah. That looks so not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's ten ninety nine to buy now, but I would probably wait for a sale. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's it gets it, it gets old I very quickly. You were on quest. It gets old very quick. Is all I can say because it's just the same thing. The first right. the first few levels you feel like the adrenaline of like going fast aiming that stuff, but by the time you get to where I was up to, I was like, I'm just doing the same thing. It's just a, a different boss fight at the end. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little variation. Yeah. Um, kind of. I've been through quite a few, just on and off, just to try them. Yeah, I think what the bat is great, although it is a room scale game, it's forced room scale, which I was a little bit scared of committing to because mm. I'm not in a room scale play space. Yeah. Um. But all in all, it's very fun. It's like a cheese dream. So I, I was always gonna like that game. Mm -hmm. Um, I would just like it in a lot smaller space. Yeah, I play quite a lot of it, quite a bit of that on PC. I haven't touched the PlayStation 1 yet. It's, uh, well, not touched it. But as far as, like, haptics and stuff go, I, yeah. I, I don't think you would gain anything from it. No. But I, I can't remember which ones I've played. I've been jumping in out of all sorts. Um, Like I said, the only real big long-form one I've jumped into is Horizon. And yeah. played a lot of yeah. After the Fall. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other games I jumped oh, into. Oh, puzzling so places, puzzling places. Ah, I didn't buy that, and I was going to do that on payday, and now I've spent all my money on something else that's going to improve the PSVR streams. <laughs> but yeah, puzzling places. Uh, the thousand piece puzzle. Did you do it, or did you try it? No, or... I've, I've never ever played it before, so I've just been going through the through the basics. Why I'm getting used to it. I think I've done most of them on like twenty five piece. <laughs> I played the demo on the stream and I was like, this is just beautiful. Like, I, I, I dig this game so incredibly much. My biggest problem with puzzling places 
is the game itself is not like a triple a game so realistically it's the kind of game you want to be spending about 10 15 pounds on yeah but then if you want more puzzles you have to spend more money and more money and more money i feel like it's gonna be one of those games that's incredibly expensive and it kind of shouldn't be like if yeah. you're gonna charge me for DLC packs, that's fine, but make the base game free. If you're gonna yeah. charge me twenty quid for the base game, then give me a good damn few levels. I could buy Jigsaw 3D for about two pound. Yeah. And play that on the Oculus Quest, and I get maybe 10, 15 puzzles, which are beautiful puzzles. Mm. So why do I want to spend fifteen pounds on a game that's got like yeah. five, ten puzzles? It, it 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 financially it just didn't make sense to me, um, but it is so fun, and when, I, th- that's the other thing I own it on the quest. The one that's popped in my mind that I already own on the quest, but to give it a full facelift, Zombieland Headshot Fever. That game looks so beautiful. The it new, really does look great. The new style of it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it, really it made me. See, I know what the game is about, so I know ultimately it is just a matter of playing the the levels and seeing a different level every time, mm-hmm. and then eventually it just becomes about scoreboards. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, I don't want to buy it again. Yeah. Because I know I'm just going to get to the end and go, huh, uninstall, and then I'm never going to touch it. Mm-hmm. But I really do want to see what that new art style looks like. Yeah, it's absolutely... Absolutely gorgeous. I know the... That's 13 in there, is on the PlayStation. You know, when the blue thing comes up, you just look, eye track, and send you to that next spot. So there's no like pressing X to jump to the next spot. You just look at it and it right. takes you there. Which is I something. did go hardcore and try and get like a high score. I don't know whether I got in like top 10 or something like that. Yeah, no, when at I, one point. When I played that, I mean, I put it, you, I mean, you were in the group when I said it. Um, I set a, like something like. 35 seconds for the first level or something i was like get in and then game on scorpio so it was like 13 seconds i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could really go crazy with that game and yeah. it is it is great fun to play yeah so the the gameplay loop itself is really really fun i just know what i'm like i'm gonna play a thing and then i'm gonna move on to the next thing yeah. i've got so many games and i jumped into my steam library the other day i was like Oh, crap, I own that game now. I should I totally play that. What's that board game, but it's a single player? It's not Demio, but it, it's a single player. It's like Tales of the Chronicles of the board oh, game. Tale, Tales of the Crooked. That, yeah, whatever that is. I own that, and I've wanted to play it for years. It's unbel- <laughs> it is unbelievable, that. It is. So I should play that. And then I've got the the Tilt 5, and I've got Takenoko that I want to play, mm. and I've got so much stuff I want to do, but I just keep coming back to this PSVR. The best-looking game outside of Horizon, which I've mentioned, I've been trying to beat some of your scores on it, Kayak. Beautiful, beautiful game, yeah. And I, there was some areas that I looked over at some trees in the distance. And I thought they look a bit, eh. yeah. But I think it's probably the same on the PC. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a great deal of difference. No, they've done great things with that game. Yeah. The first time I tried to play it, I played it on. Well, I had an old chair that broke, but it didn't have a adjustable arm. So when I was, I was trying to kayak, my like elbows were hitting the arms of the chair, and I was like. 
I should really move to the side with shoes chair, which I never did. But then I got a new chair anyway, where the arms go down, and I tried it again. I was like, this is. <laughs> I can actually yeah, maybe try and. I can see that. Play it probably no. <laughs> the side shoes chair absolutely saved my bacon on that one because it, mm. it, it's completely free. Yeah, I love this chair. I'm sat in it now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic chair. That though, there yeah, it ran perfectly, and that's the first time anybody's going to see that kind of VR. Yeah. You, you can't really go wrong with that. It's no. it's going to tie you out, and you're going to be stunned when you do. Yeah. Superb. So, yeah, kayak, absolutely. And it's 14, 15 quid. Yeah. It's a good price. It's a darn good price. The first the first thing I tried, though, even though I hadn't really played, I'd done the tutorial, I was like, I'm going to go... When, the first time I went to the ice level, I was like, I'm going to try and get the speed up fast enough to jump over the ice thing. And I never ever managed to get my speed fast enough. I just sort of hit it and then stopped on it and I had to like keep going reset kayak and go back to the next the last checkpoint. I was like, I'm gonna do it. Nope. <laughs> I was watching they put out a video of one of their fastest players and they were basically showing the arm movement of like Yeah. And I was thinking, that's all well and good, but when I wanna go fast, I put them both in the middle and just do this. So do I that's what I'll do. Just... <laughs> Yeah. Like, there's an achievement for going over 50 kilometers or something like that. And I was just like, Brr. oh, yeah. there we go. Achievement unlocked. Yeah. Oh, achievements. That's one of the things that really grinds my gears about the, the, the Resident Evil 8. I, I, I hate to come back to it. Resident Evil 8, I can't get trophies. That drives me insane. I tell you something else. Why not let me get trophies? There's one thing I will say I don't like about the trophy system as well. Is when you get them, it pops up in the headset. Like, bloop, in the corner. This big black box. Bloop, you've got this trophy. And you're like... <sighs> it's like just takes you out of it for a bit you're like oh i wonder if there's, I mean, a, way to, I wonder if there's a way to save it or someone comes online or a game update and you get this pop-up in the headset which is quite big on the screen really like oh you either i don't yeah. have any friends or i've disabled it i've never seen somebody come online yeah so there must be a way to probably is a way to disable them coming up i'll have to have a look but I've totally seen a trophy and um, it popped update. up and yeah. said that it couldn't synchronize my Phoenix stupid whatever yeah. Ubisoft game that was. And I was like, I don't care. I think it's actually. to me. I bought it because I got it cheap. I think it's actually a video of that Risa King put out, like just a clip of him trying to do an intro to a video. And I'm not going to say, but I mean, you know, you're, there's a Thunder Jar in Horizon. And he like it makes him jump when he's trying to do his intro, but then he he goes oh and apparently Gran Gran Turismo's updated because it pops up in his thing Gran Turismo's updated. He's like oh and Gran Turismo's updated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. I'm so I'm taking my own screenshots and you press the share button and it and then it puts a little thing just in the top corner to tell you you've taken a screenshot. And it looks like a broken PNG. It looks like a broken image symbol, yes, doesn't it? And you're like, it really does. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> And then, of course, I'll be moving along. I'll be like, ooh, I want to take a picture of that like a couple of seconds later. And it's still there on the screen and it screenshots its freaking UI. Yeah. Sony, turn it off that when you take a screenshot, it doesn't capture your own UI. Because yeah. that's annoying. Um, ruined a really great screenshot on my new <laughs> second thought, people. Um, I'm trying to think what all the games I've played. Anybody else remember any games I've played? Did kayak, did puzzling places, Star Wars, uh, Resi, Cities. What was there? I've got a thread on Twitter, but I can't be bothered to get it up and find it. Mm. Um, of, of basically where I was putting, I've played this game and this is my thoughts. 
So I it, mean, it I does could exist. Have, I could have tried for you, but I can't bring anything I, up. I, <laughs> I, can, I can jump onto Twitter. Just vamp. Just you, you vamp. I mean, my hands have probably gone dead anyway. So one thing I've seen is on uh, around a few places, which is what really confused me is people going, oh, they never put a demo disc in this one. There's like plenty of demos on the store. Just download them. Yeah, yeah. not everybody's got a disc. Like, yeah, I don't use a disc. imagine if I got a demo disc, I'd be like, oh, okay, thanks. P coaster. Um, so here we go. Yeah, right. So Kayak Mirage, love it. Great price. Go buy it. Puzzling Places is exactly what you expect it to be. Star Wars, Cities VR, what the bat. Um, Horizon, Gran Turismo, Resident Evil. Yeah, that's pretty much all of my games I've played. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, apparently Tony's dead. I don't know who Tony is. Tony. Uh, with some cyclist or something. Oh, I don't okay. know. <laughs> the all is well. The one thing I found interesting is, like I said, people saying there's no demo disc when there is a good number of demos. But one thing they got well, I know there's some. A lot of them have been upgrades or. Older games that have been out and other things coming to PlayStation, they actually launched with a decent size, <laughs> a decent size amount of games for the launch window. Was it like forty it launched with? There was certainly plenty of yeah. There's, there's, I, I we've named a good bunch of games, and there's many a game we've not played. Yeah. Like, I bought, I bought, many. I bought Light Brigade, but I've not played it yet. So I can't really want talk it. about that because I've never, I haven't even launched it yet. Yeah, I, I do want it. I pre-ordered that behind the eyes or whatever that yeah, was last night. Yeah, yeah, that's um, sweet, isn't it? One of my upsets was obviously last month. I was saying I can't wait to play Switchback, and that's not out till later now. I might we might even it might have even been delayed last month to be fair it was wasn't it when we talked about it last month but yeah that's this month behind the eyes or beyond the eyes or behind every blink or whatever it's called <laughs> I've got that pre-ordered as well because that looks like an interesting thing and it's going to be good use of the eye tracking the um beyond the the eyes or whatever it is so switch back. I the last time I was on the podcast, I was like, I'm not playing that. It's a roller coaster. It's stupid. I I I don't I don't see the point. I I'm I might be going to London to play it on Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I am totally gonna play that, but it's I I've I've since come to terms with it and I was wrong. I will say this, I was wrong. Because Pistol Whip is essentially a roller coaster where you shoot things to music. Yeah. Um I think I was mostly trying to just protect myself from fear. Because it might be spooky. And now you don't have the choice. And I don't I don't think I like spooky. Resident Evil 8's not spooky. It's not. I think what'll freak me out the most I've seen it on the trailers is where the blinking and the mannequins are moving. See, that's the thing that I look forward to. <laughs> I think that'll be a freaky part, though. Part of me wants to, like, leave... Ne like, ne try and never blink. Yeah. Part of me wants to try and cheese it and shut one eye and then swap. 
So there's never an eye closed. Mm. And then part of me just wants to like rapid fire blink. Rapid and see fire what blink, yeah. That's what I'm thinking I'll be doing. So I, I do want to, to I do want to play that. I do. Um so yeah, I am totally gonna play Switchback. Even if I don't go to London on Friday, I'm still probably gonna play Switchback. Yeah. It comes out. Um it Maybe looks scary as hell and fun. Maybe end of the month, isn't it now? Like uh sixteenth, they said that it's been it's gonna release, yeah. I think. And there's more people announcing games so the library is going to keep getting bigger and bigger like quite quickly i think because there's people a lot of people yes the games that have been over platforms but we've got to think some people have only ever had playstation vr this might be the first vr um so it's good to see that companies are actually looking and saying like survive they announced they're bringing it over around the uh, what yeah survive s-u-r-1-v-3 yeah Ooh. That'll be interesting. I would totally play that. Mm -hmm. That's I something else we can use our PlayStation Plus for. Yeah, I think it came out on PlayStation VR 1, but was very flawed, obviously, with the controls. Really? Yeah, so they've announced... I cannot see that game working very well on a PS4. No. Then he it's it barely coming... works well on a PC. Yeah, it's coming out, and it's not going to be like a free upgrade. It's going to be like a brand new release. So... Oh, nice. I never owned it. I'm there anyway, sure so it makes no difference to me. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, the libraries keep getting bigger. Um, I think there's a lot of good things to come from it. Um, I'm hoping a few more AAA devs think about jumping in, like big-name devs think about jumping into it. Hmm, definitely. Um, I, I think that's one of the things that the PlayStation was for me. I was afraid that I was putting it on some sort of a pedestal. Um, but the PSVR 2, to me, was always going to be a gateway to newer, bigger, higher-budget games. Yeah. That other VR headsets just won't bring to the table. I think it's definitely got the potential to do that. I think if so, especially, I mean, I can't imagine Sony's not going to throw, you know, time and effort and money into it. No. Um, also, they own Insomniac games. Yeah, Sony. And they do have a history of VR games. Yes. Edge of Nowhere, Rhombus of Ruin, um, Stormland. All the VR games. Stormland from the Oculus. Was that Insomniac? Yep. Wow. Yeah, so they've got a history of VR. So Sony's got a new cracking VR headset. They own Insomniac. The license to Spider-Man games. Yep. I'm just saying. I listed... Um, just ahead with SciTech. I think the day before the release of the PlayStation, I put a, a, a post, a thing out on thevrrealm.com. Go over there if you want reviews and things. Um, looking at the five like games I'd love to see come to PlayStation VR. And I mentioned in Spider-Man and I said the re Insomniac made the Spider-Man games successful again. <laughs> I think the last one I thought was decent before the new ones was Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2. Um, yeah. So the reboot with that, so why not let, Why not give him a chance with the VR? Yeah. Like you said, side games, totally the Winlands have shown how well the mechanic can work. I, you see, I don't know any inside information, but what I do know is John from Winlands has a PSVR 2. Mm-hmm. And I really do hope they port that to PSVR 2 because I'll play the shit out of that game again. Yeah. I will. Play it on PC, play it on Quest, I will totally play it on PSVR 2. Yeah. 
I definitely would as well. What else was Do you there? want to open it to questions? Then, yeah. Or if anybody else has got any games that they either played and want to talk about or that we've missed, it is currently 10 p.m. Oh, has it gone that fast? Bloody hell. Yeah. Open it to questions, it's people. 10.03, to be exact. Open it to questions, people. I'm opening it to questions for people. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll try and get through some. As um, far as we need to. the future of PSVR goes. Killzone. Sony. Killzone. <laughs> Give it a fight, Sprite Games. They've done an outstanding job with your Horizon license by the same company, working on the same engine, so give them Killzone. I've said it a few times, and I'll say it again. PlayStation Home yep. was the the product of a this, this little company. You may not know them. It's called End Dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah that's that's totally a thing just just do it and dreams i've probed the 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 people that i know and dreams and they were all just like oh that'd be a great idea wouldn't it but nobody ever gave anything away mm -hmm. so man i don't know uh upcoming psvr releases you're looking forward to so behind the the, the eyeballs that that mm -hmm. definitely looks fun to me switchback looks terrifying and fun um I don't know what else down is coming. With, down for me. Um, there's others I've seen and it's going to annoy me. I don't. I can't think of any that's coming, Mr. Ball, if I'm honest. I know, I'm in a brick wall as well. The, the, uh, I'll see a list of games later and be like, ah, oh, crap, yeah, I want to play that. Yeah. Um, but at this point in time, yeah, I, I, it's just very near future. Firewall. Oh. Firewall. Now I've got PlayStation Plus. I, I don't care about Firewall. I really don't. Because I, I didn't play I the love, first one, so... I love the idea of playing it with a gun controller, but uh, it was mostly annoying for me and mm. just a sore spot, so... I'll I'll play it if enough people want to play it, but mm -hmm. my problem is that I'll play it on those three occasions that we can get a lobby full, and then I'll never play it again, so it'll yeah. just be a waste of money for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what game surprised you the most? Ooh, I'm Resident Evil Eight in a bad way for me. <laughs> surprised me the most. Uh, I knew I... Gran Turismo would look good, but I didn't realize I'd have that much fun playing it. What I expected not to be great, or well, not to surprise me. God. And pleasantly surprised, I would probably say City Skylines. It was more fun than I thought it would be. I expected to fail miserably pretty, pretty quickly, and I didn't. And yeah. so because of that, I had a good time. Probably for me, after the fall, because I didn't expect it to make it any better than the PC version, even though they had all these features. Um, or even just the implementation of the Tetris. It's just more what they've managed to do. What companies are doing with the hardware that's being given, rather than one set game. Mr. Bull asked a question. What game from um, PC would you want to see ported uh, ported to PSVR? You can't say, it, Alex. Does real VR fishing count? Because um, there was a PC version where they kind of abandoned it and just yeah, kept going with Quest. Yeah. <laughs> um, never um, came with Steam, but the Quest version had it. Um, yeah. 
Steam's coming soon. It's been that way for the last four years. Uh, but yeah, so I would love real VR fishing in the PSVR. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how it would benefit yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. I think it would end up just being a, a moderately glorious version of the Quest version. Yeah. So, yeah, there is that. Although you could do lots of fun things with the haptics. Yeah. Um, other PC games that I would love to see come to the PSVR? Jet Island. Jet Island. I, I'm I'm thinking more once again, like you, I'm feeling like I'm gonna pander to the crowd. But don't you think Everslaw or Hellsweeper would be um Hellsweeper's gonna come to it. There we go. Hells Hellsweeper's coming to the PSVR. I would totally play that. Mm. Um and Everslaw. I'm yeah, that would be pretty I dope. Absolutely loved on PC. There's so many, and I'm just trying to think which one. I just have to mention Jet Island because I haven't had the chance. <laughs> for a few episodes, I normally never shut up. I always recommend people buy. Um... Water bears, bring water bears <laughs> to PSVR two. Hmm. There's got to be other. I mean, there's many other there's PC loads, games. Yeah. There's probably again, I, it'll probably get off say... and be like, oh yeah, that one. Pass through. What are your thoughts? Oh, the pass through. Um, it's got an okay depth, hasn't it? But not a. It's not like and it's a lot clearer than I expected it. as well. Very I use clear. it all the time. I forget I've got it though. Like today, I went from playing the Star Wars demo to want to sit down to see what upgrades are done to Moss, see what Moss Two look like, and I was like walking around my room, like moving my hands trying to find my chair. And I'm like, you can just press that button and go in password mode. You, <laughs> you just go boop, and then you can see everything. Yeah, it's I used it quite a bit. I quite like the pass through. Yeah. Um, the cable itself, I would probably say, is a bit shorter than an index. Yeah. Do you know where the index cable breaks away? It's probably a little bit shorter than that. So that'll give you an idea. I'll 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 rip them apart later on and and check. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's slightly shorter than an index cable. Mm -hmm. But that said, I've also heard people extending them with um, USB extenders, and they work perfectly fine. Yeah. I think so with that, someone was who out, knows? Who was that I seen who said they were going to put a video out of what the ones have tested and which ones work the best and stuff? Someone was going to, of all the ones I've already got. Mm. I can't remember what it was. I've got a few USB extenders. Mm. Um. So, yeah. I, I, I don't feel the need to, but... Yeah. It's nice to know it's a possibility. So let's just end with a question from me. Do you recommend people buy a PlayStation VR 2? Mm, if you've got a straw. Um, <laughs> yes. So here's my thing with the PSVR 2. The PSVR 2 retails at somewhere in the region of about 500 quid. Mm -hmm. Probably slightly less. Without Call of the Mountain. I think it's, it's five. Four... I think it's 500 and... Oh, was it 529 with Call? No, 529 without and it was a 570 with, wasn't it? Right. I think I paid 560. The point is, oh, yeah, right, was, so we'll yeah. say 520. The PS5... 
is about 480. Yeah. So you're basically looking at about a grand for a PS5 and a PSVR 2. Yeah. You cannot pound for pound find a better VR experience. No. Um, it's all the view, view I had when I've been playing it and obviously I will review it once I think I've had enough time with it. Um, I feel if you've got the money and the PlayStation 5 already and you want a solid VR thing, it's a no-brainer to me. But, if you already own a PS5 and you're looking at buying a VR headset, you'll be much better off spending the extra £130 to buy the PSVR 2 over a Quest. Yeah. Even if, though the Quest has a bigger catalogue, buy the PSVR 2, yeah. you will not regret it. If you don't have a PlayStation VR, you want to get into a try VR. And even if you've got a Quest is a, a way to try it for cheaper. Or Pico, whichever one you fancy. Um, if you've got a good enough PC, you can obviously do PC VR with that as well. Um, but if it's sort of like it depends what you want, doesn't it? It's, it's it does. I mean, to go from zero to metaverse, yeah, you cannot do it better cheaper. No, you could get so the cheapest headset is the Pico Neo Four, and honestly, I would not tell anybody off for going for a Pico Neo Four. Mm -hmm if you were also going to be connecting it to a PC, because the joy of the Pico Neo 4 is it looks great, it's nice, it's comfy, it's perfect headset and everything. Microphone, sh crap. Um, but then also, if you've got the power of the PC and uh, the library of the PC behind you, it's a no-brainer by a Neo 4. If you don't have a PC, then the Pico Neo market's a... Um, it's a little small, mm. but it's also a few years behind Oculus. So on that basis, I would say buy an Oculus. But for you to buy the cheapest one of those two, which is the Neo by about three quid, and then spend the other £600 on a PC, mm -hmm. you are not going to get a better experience than what you can get from PlayStation 5. Yeah. So yes, is the short answer. Totally, if you've got a £1,000 to spend on a VR headset, you'd be better off buying that than, say... Uh, What's the big fat one? Pimax. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. You can't go wrong, Bol. Honestly, if if I thought that you wouldn't want to keep it, I would post you mine. Mm -hmm. Maybe I will anyway. Yeah. yeah so good, the end result is, I, I think, we it's too... PSVR friends, two thumbs up from me. I, I dig it. I um, do. Two thumbs up from me. Probably. <laughs> I can try, but it's not going to work. I, I want you to. Can you click the jump button? No, my, it's like my controls aren't connected at all. Oh, lovely. Thank you for <laughs> the bits, ball. Greatly appreciated. Yeah, that's like, even if I can't bring any menus up or anything, like the Steam menus or anything, I think my controllers, yeah, those controllers aren't connected are straight anymore. up disconnected to the heads, aren't they? But the, nice. but the lights are green to say that the, they're apparently paired. Woohoo, tech issue stream. Mine have actually sorted themselves out for the most part. But yeah, well, they've actually turned off like they're inactive. No. They're green again, so but we... I can't move my arms. So I can't wave, so... but this is where we'll end it. Thank you for everyone who joined. Oh, Doc's running off again. He's coming back. I can't move the camera this time, so you're out of luck. 
There you go. Paul's waving. I'm, I'm waving. Paul's waving. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Thank you for joining. join. Thank you for Doc for joining again. Again, if you're watching this back, there will be links down in the description to go over and make sure to follow him on Twitch and show him some love. And I will be coming back with more PSVR 2 stream roles, most likely. Um, I'm also going to have to see what's going on with my PC. But thank you for everyone who's joined. And until next time, I'll sort of wave my ears. Bye for now. And now I've got to manage to try and switch scene. I was going to say, now, now how are you going to do that? Because I can't do any of that. I'll have to lift my headset up. You're going to see a weird thing. And also for the audio listeners, before I go, apologies for all the USB disconnect sounds this time. I don't know what's doing it. Apart from the PC was doing it. But yeah, thanks everyone. Um, I will speak to you all next time. Bye for now. Ta-ta! One more disconnect sound for good, for good measure.